You are Locked On Saints, your daily New Orleans Saints podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is good, Houdet Nation and Houdet family? Welcome into another episode of Locked On Saints, the daily podcast covering your New Orleans Saints, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. On today's episode, I'm in another new place, been traveling a ton, so thanks so much for all your patience as if you're watching on YouTube, backgrounds are shifting. If you're listening on the podcast, audio might be a little bit different. But as I promised, I'm in New Orleans this week trying to get to training camp. Already credentialed, fingers crossed that the weather holds up so that I can get out there for the outdoor practices. But on today's episode, we're going to be focusing on day four, Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill, huge days. We're going to talk about both of them. But first, let's talk about the roster moves that the Saints have made. Prince Amukamara, as well as a couple of other signings officially now official and corresponding moves that went along with it. We'll lay it all out for you. Then we'll talk Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill before we talk about some of the players that are beginning to stand out and separate themselves now that we're Four practices in four out of 11, not too shabby. So we're going to break it all down on today's episode of Locked on Saints. And as always, I'm your host, Ross Jackson at Ross Jackson Nola on Twitter, co-managing editor over at CanalStreetChronicles.com, your Tuesday co-host over on the National Locked on NFL podcast. We got all of that. And of course, a little bit of land yet for you on today's episode of Locked on Saints, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliable prices, and all the parts your car will ever need over at rockauto.com. And don't forget to let them know that Locked On sent you. All right, let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. Several roster moves for the New Orleans Saints. Prince Amukamara, as well as Kavari Russell signing, become official. We already knew that Devontae Freeman was going to be added. And the Saints also added another offensive lineman, J.R. Sweezy, who is a great addition for this New Orleans Saints offensive line. You think about Nick Easton last year, I kind of put JR right around that same class and potentially even better depending upon how you feel about your offensive lineman. But this was a good set of signings for the New Orleans Saints to get some of those veterans back in the building or get more veterans in the building. But speaking of veterans back in the building, you did see Patrick Robinson return. He had a death in the family, was excused early on or at the end of the practice week last week. He uh, was able to be back with the team and there, and at that point was back with the first team at cornerback two opposite Marshawn Lattimore on Monday. So good to note that because the signing of Prince Mukamara didn't necessarily shift him immediately into first team action, but he did get a lot of reps on both second and third team. And you saw Kavari Russell with third team throughout the day. So you already saw those players come in and immediately get some snaps. You saw the same thing from J.R. Sweezy who comes in and got some second team snaps along the offensive line. He was playing at left guard for the most part, and then you saw a whole slew of different rotations going on, but you had Will Clapp at center, you had Ethan Greenidge out at left tackle, you had uh, Calvin Throckmorton over at right guard, you saw James Hurst on the outside at right tackle as well. So, you know, they really brought these guys in, these veteran players, and immediately gave them reps. You saw the same thing with Devontae Freeman as well, who got a ton of reps, and Sean Payton giving us a little glimpse into the sort of mentality behind Devontae Freeman, who opened his post-practice presser, his inaugural one with the New Orleans Saints, with a hoodat, mentioning that he was actually a a bit of a Saints fan and hated having to play against them as an Atlanta Falcon. Also mentioned the Atlanta Falcons' mentality of playing against the New Orleans Saints being their Super Bowl every year. 
except for that one Super Bowl that they made it to that I'm sure that they all try their best to forget. But Devontae Freeman getting a lot of action and attention in his first practice, which makes a lot of sense. Get an opportunity to know as quickly as possible what it is that he's ready to bring to the team. And Sean Payton, as I mentioned, giving us a glimpse in terms of the mentality of why they signed Devontae Freeman, which was to allow Ty Montgomery to have more snaps at wide receiver, which is effectively exactly what we expected. So that means Devontae Freeman, um, Dwayne Washington, Stevie Scott, Tony Jones Jr. These guys engaged in that running back three battle behind Latavius Murray and Alvin Kamara. And I've seen a lot of people also mention that, hey, this gives Alvin Kamara an opportunity to play on the outside and get some snaps at wide receiver, line up out wide, line up in the slot, all those things. Those things are true, but no matter what, he's still your running back one. It's not going to change the structure of what the New Orleans Saints do. It's just that maybe you get Alvin Kamara back to that 2017 sort of uh, deployment where you saw him utilized in the slot a little bit and you saw him deployed all along the offense in that way. But certainly you'll see that with Ty Montgomery out at the wide receiver position. Now, as we mentioned, along with the signings after Devontae Freeman, J.R. Sweezy, as well as your two corners that have come in, in Amukamara and Russell, you needed three corresponding moves to go along with that. We had mentioned yesterday's episode that Devontae Freeman was that 90th guy on the roster. So the three corresponding moves that opened up the roster spots for the three new signings and new arrivals for the New Orleans Saints were the Saints waving and letting go of uh, Lorenzo Neal Jr., the undrafted free agent defensive tackle out of Purdue, who I thought for sure had an inside track to potentially get onto that 53-man roster because he is the most sort of natural nose tackle in terms of size. But Albert Huggins, big number 60, has been doing extremely well in that role so far. So the Saints end up moving on from Lorenzo Neal, whose name we just simply haven't heard a bunch since camp began. And speaking of guys whose names that we thought we whose name we thought we would hear a lot more. Sorry, y'all, it's late. Lawrence Woods, somebody that we were really hyping up here on the podcast. We're very excited about. Didn't really hear his name. He wasn't getting punt returns. He wasn't getting into the mix of that part of special teams. Now he has been moved on from in order to make room for these signings. And we also unfortunately saw Dylan Sainer, who showed up but then ended up uh, being missing after a few practices. Uh, he ended up being moved to the injured reserve list. So that opens up three spots for the new signings in New Orleans. And that's how the three signings have been utilized so far. But those aren't the only big highlights from day four. We got big highlights from the quarterbacks in day four as well. The day before pads come on, two days of Taysom, two days of Jameis. Who's standing out so far? And what are we looking forward to once the pads come on, as well as what other players have been standing out so far throughout camp? We have all of that here as we continue on with today's episode of Locked on Saints. But before we get to Jameis and Taysom, want to talk a little bit about our friends over at BetOnline.ag. Maybe Jameis or Taysom, however it is that you feel or whichever one that you feel is going to be the better quarterback for the New Orleans Saints, maybe that affects how you feel the outlook of the New Orleans Saints will be in terms of win totals in 2021. So if you want to get in on that, wait until the new quarterback is established, or if you're feeling pretty confident about it already, you can take the over under on win totals in 2021 for the New Orleans Saints. And you can also look at win totals across the rest of the NFL. Maybe the Indianapolis Colts might be a good one to get in on right now with the Carson Wentz injury, as well as several other sports, uh, esports, the Olympics, reality TV, game shows, whatever it is that you're into. They've got something for you over at betonline.ag. So just go and check them out at their website, or you can use your mobile device as well. Just head to betonline.ag. And when you sign up for your free account, don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, all one word, so you can get a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. 
over at Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, family, day four of training camp is officially in the book. We have to talk about the big performances by Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill. We saw them go deep quite a bit, apparently, on the day, on the fourth day of practice, fourth day of training camp. You saw 40-yard passes from each of them, or at least passes seemingly traveling 40 yards plus through the air, which we haven't seen a lot of with this New Orleans Saints offense over the course of the last couple of seasons. And the thing that's intriguing about it is that we saw it from Jameis and we saw it from Taysom, but Taysom apparently had some turnover-worthy plays throughout camp, although neither of them has given the ball away. This is actually a really important note. Neither of them have given the ball away when it comes to training camp so far. It'll be very interesting to see how long this sort of, you know, no turnover role both of these quarterbacks is on will continue to last. Because if the biggest question mark around Jameis Winston is whether or not he can turn off the interceptions or turn off the risky plays, things like that, while still not being risk averse and being able to take shots downfield, then certainly that's something that works in his advantage. But if Taysom's able to keep pace with him, not give up the ball and show that he has built a better propensity to be able to attack downfield and hit receivers in stride by letting the ball go earlier, getting the ball where it needs to be, not forcing wide receivers to pull up and not putting up you know, passes that force them to come back to the ball, things like that. Then at what point do we begin to really try to separate these guys? But right now, Jameis Winston may have separated himself a little bit after this fourth day of camp, hitting Marquez Callaway for a big 40-yard touchdown, a big 40-yard completion. Of course, Taysom, a part of what you're going to get with Taysom, you're not going to see in training camp, right? Which is the ability to be able to run, to run over linebackers, run over corners, all of these things that he does. But one of the reasons why I think that's so important is that if Taysom can win this starting quarterback role in competition without his legs, then you know he's performing extremely well in the arm category and in the passing quarterback category. But at the moment, you've got Jameis Winston, who's got one of the prettiest deep balls that we've seen in the city for a long time. That's always going to continue to jump off the screen and jump off the field for you. So you've seen Jameis now be able to do this quite a bit. You've seen it a bunch in terms of his offseason work with guys like Adam Troutman, as well as Trey Quan Smith. And now you're seeing it in practice and him consistently connecting with another young wide receiver in Marquez Callaway, and you're hearing folks talk about him. Eric McCoy talked about both of these quarterbacks and kind of mentioning that like Taysom Hill's all business in the huddle, and he likes that. Jameis Winston makes him laugh every time he comes into the huddle because he's having fun and he's you know cracking jokes or whatever. So that works different ways for different people, right? Different strokes for different folks, as they say. So are you somebody that wants the straight to business quarterback, which I completely understand? Or do you want somebody that, you know, when he comes in there, he's enjoying himself so much that you enjoy yourself? I can see the argument for that as well. I don't know. I don't know where this goes yet, but it is so intriguing. And now what do you watch for as you move forward? And I think what you're watching for is you're watching to see kind of where this lack of takeaways, lack of giveaways conversation continues to go. Who's the first to throw the interception? And are they able to then bounce back from that, right? Not necessarily throwing the interception being the worst part. What do they do after that? Do they then spiral and throw several interceptions over camp? Do they Jacob Eason it to where they throw two straight interceptions at defensive linemen like you're seeing in Colts camp right now? Or do they throw an interception and then continue to ball out for the rest of the day? The mentality has to be another part of all of this as we look ahead. And now that pads are coming on, 
and you're getting some contact on the way, now is the time to really pay attention to where these two quarterbacks go next. And we'll see pads go back on on Tuesday, tomorrow's practice or today's practice, depending upon when you're watching or listening to this. So that's what I'm looking forward to next. And hopefully I'll be able to be out there so I can give you more observations and notes as we continue on with practice week and training camp week two here on Locked on Saints. Coming up next, though, it's not just about the quarterbacks, who they're throwing to and who they're throwing at. There's been a lot of standouts on offense and defense. Let's talk about some of those standouts as we wrap up today's episode of Locked on Saints. And in the auto parts industry, there's no standout like rockauto.com. I mean, these guys have everything that you need, whether you're tuning up your daily driver to make sure you can get to and from work as commuter uh, commuter rhythms are getting back to normal or it's a classic that you've been working to rebuild. Maybe it was a project that you started not too long ago and you're trying to get it all finished up and you just need that one part, that one piece to get it done. Well, thankfully, you've got an entire catalog at your disposal over at rockauto.com who carry pieces, parts, your needs for every make, model, and year. They're going to give you several options of whatever that part is as well. That way, you end up buying the piece that makes the most sense for you, not only in terms of what you need for your specific vehicle, but what works for your bank account, what works for your wallet as well, because they're trying to take care of everybody out in these car fixing streets. So go and check them out over at rockauto.com. Don't forget to let them know that Locked On sent you. We're right in Locked On in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Amazing selection, reliable low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. All right, family, let's hit a couple more New Orleans Saints here that are standing out so far over the course of camp. We're four practices in, more than a week in at this point. Pads go on today on Tuesday or tomorrow, depending upon when you're catching this. This is really just the time I'm so, I continue to get more and more excited. I think everybody is, right? It's not just me. We're all very excited to see training camp underway, to have football to talk about, to have news to talk about, additions, changes, everything that's going on with these New Orleans Saints. And it's all amplified now that these players are on the field. So let's start off with somebody that we know should be standing out and absolutely is standing out. We're hearing phenomenal things so far about Alvin Kamara. Kimmy Checks from over at NFL Network, Jim Trotter over at NFL Network. They were in New Orleans covering Saints camp. They both had incredible things to say about Alvin Kamara being electrifying. You've seen it from uh, from Mike Triplett. You've seen it from Luke Johnson. These folks just basically saying, hey, just in case anybody was wondering, Alvin Kamara still very good at football. Nothing has changed there. So good news for the New Orleans Saints because if you don't have a Michael Thomas at the beginning of the year, if you're down another wide receiver at the beginning of the year, you're down on defense a little bit at the beginning of the year, Alvin Kamara, the running game, it's going to be so incredibly important at the very top. And you've got a new quarterback either way in terms of your system. Even with Taysom Hill having four starts under his belt with the New Orleans Saints, this offense that you will see at the beginning of the season will be different than the emergency quarterback replacement offense that was in place uh, in 2020, those four weeks that he filled in for Drew Brees. So in either way, in any case, the running back, Alvin Kamara, and the rest of this running back room are going to be vital to the success of the New Orleans Saints early on in 2021. Let's have some fun. Let's go from offense to defense, back to offense. We'll go to defense next. We're going to talk a little bit about Marshawn Lattimore. Marshawn Lattimore, Likely to be suspended at the beginning of the season, question mark. We think we don't know exactly yet. We know that the New Orleans Saints have not been contacted by the NFL League office. And as of right now, there's not really anything set 
in the courts in Ohio at this time either where he was arrested. So we'll see how all of this goes over the course of the offseason. But as of right now, Marshawn Lattimore turning on, breaking up passes, getting in there, having a fantastic uh, camp so far and looking great. And that's exactly what you want. And I know some people have said, oh, well, look at the receivers he's matching up with and all these other things. But a lot of people also talk about Marshawn Lattimore practicing or playing down to his competition, which I always thought was a little bit unfair. But you can't have both of those things. Either he's impressing because of the fact that he's going up against wide receivers that aren't Michael Thomas, or he's somebody that plays down to competition. It's got to be one or the other. Can't be both. So that's why I don't have any complaints about the fact that Marshawn Lattimore is standing out because if he's standing out, he's playing well. If he's playing well, he's playing well. That's the end of the conversation. Just that simple. So you love to see that when it comes to Marshawn Lattimore and the Saints are going to need his presence either very early in the season going up against Aaron Rodgers and uh, Devontae, uh, Devontae Adams and now Randall Cobb because Aaron Rodgers said, hey, I'll come back if you get me Randall Cobb apparently and everybody that you're going to see early on or potentially you'll need him later on all throughout the season if he's not, of course, able to be available to you to begin the season. But regardless, he's such an important piece of the success for the defense. So it's great to see him standing out. Marquez Callaway back over to the offensive side. Huge standout for the New Orleans Saints so far. According to Luke Johnson, again, I don't want to give away the numbers. Go and check out Luke Johnson's great work over at NOLA.com. He's tracking everything so far that you're seeing in team drills and things like that from Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill. But one of the things that I will tell you that he reported is that Marquez Callaway was pretty much the only receiver that you saw uh, Jameis Winston go to more than once during Thursday's practice, this big day that Jameis Winston had. Marquez Callaway was the guy that he relied on. So that speaks highly in terms of Marquez Callaway, who continues to be, you know, that smart receiver on the field, who can find holes in coverage, who can work his way into space, who is, you know, reliable in terms of catching the ball and, and, and keeping the ball in his hands and reeling the ball in and making contested catches. I mean, he does all of these things and you're already starting to see it. And that's huge because, again, talking about these guys that are important to the success of the New Orleans Saints early on. That sort of arrival of these other wide receivers, Traquan Smith, Marquez Callaway, and the rest of that bunch, that's going to be really, really important to the New Orleans Saints early on in the year, especially if they're down not only Michael Thomas, but also Deontay Harris, as we expect after his DUI arrest earlier this month. Or I guess I should say earlier last month. It is now August. Somehow we're already here in August. All right, let's wrap up here. We'll go back over to the defensive side. Let's give an underrated shout out to two players over on the defensive side. I want to bring them up because we've talked about them here on the show before. This is not a pat myself on the back type of a situation or pat ourselves on the back type of a situation at all. But it's just that, hey, when the New Orleans Saints say that they like somebody, there's usually a reason for it. Andrew Dowell, the line, one of the guys that's mixed into that linebacker group that doesn't get a lot of shine, has reportedly made multiple plays every day so far, or at least one big splash play every day. Again, the defense, no takeaways so far, so you know that those plays have to be pass breakups or good plays in the run game, sort of the smaller things, not the flashy things, but the smaller things that the New Orleans Saints really care about. So Andrew Dowell, worth continuing to pay attention to over in the linebacker unit. And likewise, on the inside, on the defensive line, where there's some question marks because you also are not going to have David Onyemata for the first six games of the season, not weeks, games. So through week seven, not going to see him back until the Tampa Bay Buccaneers game week eight. Uh, was at Halloween effectively. So you need those interior defensive linemen, the younger guys to stand out. And Jalen Dalton, somebody that we've been wanting to keep an eye out on here throughout camp, has reportedly been doing that, making nice stops in the run game, pushing the deep, pushing the offensive line, excuse me, 
getting pressure on quarterbacks. So these two guys that are a little bit unsung starting to become more visible, let's say. So hopefully they'll be able to keep it up. Uh, you know, you had a early bit of success for Jalen Dalton in last year's camp as well, but unfortunately he was injured. If he can stay healthy and keep up what he's doing this year as he looks to return to form about what was impressing the Royal and Saints about him last year could be a very good sign for him. And of course, Albert Huggins, another guy that is getting a lot of praise uh, over on the defensive side as well. So a lot of these players continuing to stand out. Oh, and of course, I need to shout out uh, a guy like Ken Crawley, who's been playing against the ones in place of Patrick Robinson and having a great camp, including times where you don't see, you usually don't see cornerbacks perform, which is in one-on-ones. Now, do I think Ken Crawley is going to step up and take the cornerback two spot opposite Marshall Lattimore? No, not at all. But great to see him building his confidence and then adding to the depth of the New Orleans Saints, even if it is just throughout camp or potentially moving forward into the 2021 season. But again, even with the additions of Prince Mukamara, and then of course with the addition of uh, Kavari Russell as well, I don't know that the Saints are done at the cornerback position. So we'll continue to track that and we'll continue to track training camp all throughout this week here at Locked on Saints. Fingers crossed that the weather treats me nice and that I'll be able to uh, be there as a part of the outdoor media credentialed folks. That will be there throughout this week. If you're going to be there on Thursday or Friday as a fan, let me know. You're watching in the fans. I'll try to see you after practice as well. So just go ahead and hit me up on Twitter at Ross Jackson, N-O-L-A. And as always, y'all, thank you very much for being here. We're not done. Tons more throughout the week. Lots of ways for us to continue to grind. And thank you for being here along the ride. We'll be back with more tomorrow. And as always, I'm your host, Ross Jackson. Make sure you reach out to me on Twitter for everything in between over at Ross Jackson, N-O-L-A. Hit me up. Let me know how the family's doing. Let me know how you're living. Let me know how you're mom and them. And trust you, that nation. I'll holla at you.